0: Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. It's Monday, August 7th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Some pioneers are starting shrimp farms in the least likely of places the Midwest.
1: We can do something that somebody says you can't. So we can raise shrimp in this big red barn out in the middle of a cornfield in Forestdale, Missouri.
0: In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Lily Halloran explores how they are breaking into the industry. Voters in the North County towns of Normandy and Glen Echo Park will decide tomorrow if they should merge. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Littman reports.
1: Echo Park, which had just 122 people at the last census, is surrounded by Normandy on three sides. The two cities are already in the same school and fire protection district, and Gleneco Park contacts Normandy for police services. Normandy Mayor Mark Beckman says he does not expect this to be the last proposed merger in
0: North County. The future of all of these smaller municipalities is, is consolidation. It's become so complex and so expensive to run a small municipality.
1: The city started the process in 2020, but later withdrew the proposal due to a lack of support among local government officials in Normandy. If voters in both towns approve, Echo Park will cease to exist in February. I'm Rachel Lipman, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: Some health departments in the region are waiting for Centers for Disease Control test results to determine the strain of measles diagnosed in the area. Public health officials say there is an internationally imported case and others may have been exposed last month at a gym in Creve Corps, an urgent care in St. Charles, and the emergency department of Barnes-Jewish Hospital in St. Peter's. Public health departments in St. Louis and St. Charles counties, along with the state, are asking people to contact their health care provider if they have cold-like symptoms with a fever and or a rash. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker has signed three measures to support Native Americans. Alex Degman reports. Native American history will be required in Illinois schools starting in the 2024 school year. Pritzker says the new law helps recognize how indigenous people were really treated during colonization. It's up to us to right the wrongs of the past and to chart a new course, one that educates our people so we won't repeat the sins of the past. Another new law ensures Native American students can wear traditional regalia during graduation ceremonies, but it also applies to any attire associated with any student's protected cultural characteristics. The third streamlines the process for returning remains and cultural artifacts to their rightful Native American nations. I'm Alex Dagman. St. Louis area gas prices have jumped roughly 18 cents a gallon in the past week. GasBuddy's survey of nearly 1,000 stations shows the average is $3.68 a gallon, up around 22 cents from a month ago. Prices are roughly 20 cents lower than this time last year. GasBuddy says an increase in oil and the hot weather's impact on refineries are the key reasons for the spike. Prices in the Metro East range from $3.86 a gallon to $3.99. They range between $3.49 and $3.81 in the Quincy area. And prices run from $345 a gallon to $369 in Rolla. Farmers have been benefiting from high crop prices, but also face high interest rates and higher costs for things like seeds and fertilizer. Wade Simpson of finance company Ag Resource Management says the Federal Reserve hiking interest rates will affect farmers' ability to take out loans for equipment and real estate.
1: It's going to put a strain on, on farmers to look at what they need to do and how they need to do it.
0: He says keeping crop insurance affordable in this year's upcoming farm bill will be key to making sure farmers can stay in business. Great Rivers Greenway has unveiled a half-mile expansion of the St. Vincent Greenway in Wellston. The new path links area residents to Wellston's MetroLink Station and the Metropolitan Education and Training Center. Dallas Adams with Great Rivers Greenway says it also includes a small park that's built to flood.
1: It's important to give water a place to go and to spread out and soak up. And so this pocket park that is a part of this half a mile extension gives water a chance to go and flow over into the creek and stay out of people's houses.
0: Adams says the extension will eventually link to another section, which will allow the St. Vincent Greenway to run from the North Hanley Metrolink station to Forest Park. Work on that remaining section will begin in the next two years. Fresh shrimp has historically come from the coasts, but in the last few decades, shrimp farming emerged in the Midwest, raising fresh seafood on land. And as St. Louis Public Radio's Lily Halloran reports, the industry has room for growth.
1: Visitors to Triple J Farms in Forestdale, Missouri, must drive down a gravel road surrounded by cornfields before a red barn finally appears. Inside, co-owner Jeff Howell shows me around his shrimp farm. He dips a mesh net inside one of the tanks and pulls out a translucent shrimp.
0: You see right through him? That's just a nice, pure shrimp.
1: He says these Pacific white-leg shrimp are about the size of an eyelash when he first gets them. 90 days later, they're several inches long and ready to sell. They're kept in a hot, humid room with more than a dozen production tanks that look just like above-ground swimming pools. Bacteria eat the shrimp waste and keep the water clean. So clean that Howell still uses the same water he started with eight years ago. Outside the barn, Howell describes his path to starting a shrimp farm as somewhat unconventional. It started when his father showed him an article about shrimp feed in the Soybean Digest. They renovated this space in eight months, and now it pumps out 5,000 pounds of shrimp each year. We can do something that somebody says you can't. So we can raise shrimp in this big red barn out in the middle of a cornfield in Forestdale, Missouri. Howell and his family aren't the only ones, though. Triple J is one of a couple dozen shrimp farms across the Midwest. But most shrimp still comes from elsewhere. Amy Schombach is the Aquaculture Marketing Outreach Associate for the Illinois-Indiana Sea Grant. She says about 90% of the shrimp we eat is imported. Midwestern shrimp makes up less than 1% of the U.S. market. And many Midwestern farms closed after the COVID-19 pandemic and natural disasters disrupted the supply chain. So that's made it really hard for new farms that are interested in starting up in the aftermath of COVID to have the confidence that they'll be able to have all of the supplies and resources they need to run a successful business. But Schombach still expects the industry to grow because fresh, locally grown shrimp are attractive to consumers. To be able to raise a high-valued seafood product in people's backyard is just really an amazing opportunity for farmers. Some say the industry is ripe for expansion, Carlena Brown is co-owner of RDM Shrimp in Fowler, Indiana, one of the first inland shrimp operations in the country, and she's looking to help others. Brown says when RDM opened in 2010, she didn't have anyone to call for answers. We don't want anybody else to go through those struggles. That's why we like to help people out. Because I've already been through the worst of it all. I can tell you any way to kill a shrimp, I know exactly how to do that. But I also know how to keep them alive. Brown and her husband do consulting for other shrimp farms, including Triple J. They developed the process that Howell and 21 other U.S. farms now use. The more shrimp farmers there are, the more chance I have to eat shrimp out in a restaurant. Right now, Midwest shrimp farms are mostly selling to individuals, people who will drive even long distances for the fresh seafood. Jackson Kimley, the founder of Midland Co. in Ames, Iowa, says Americans love shrimp.
0: That's our highest import seafood. My play is that it's worth putting in the work to make fresh, high-quality shrimp available.
1: Kimley wants to expand his farm through contract growing, a method commonly used in the poultry industry where farmers help grow and sell products for a cut of the profits. He admits growing shrimp on land is not easy, but says it's well worth it for the taste. And he's got a tip. Cook them with the heads on.
0: It should be sweet. It should be tender. It should be lobster-esque. Shrimp isn't supposed to taste like cocktail sauce. There's actually supposed to be some flavor there.
1: Flavor that all of these farmers say Midwesterners will never find in frozen shrimp. I'm Lily Halloran, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: Harvest Public Media's Maria Altman edited that report. Harvest is a collaboration of public media newsrooms in the Midwest. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener supported service of the University of Missouri St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt.